This is The E-Commerce Leader, a show just for you, the owner of a thriving online business. In this bite-sized episode, Jason and Kyle share a practical tip that every e-commerce leader should know. Let's jump in. Just as a quick recap, the first six I'll run through. Um, and um, just so you have them top of mind, the first one is an entrepreneurial dream. Everything starts with a dream. How do you actually envision your online selling business? And um, it just doesn't happen unless you come up with this catalyst for your hard work and effort. And uh, we, so we've talked about that. Second thing is goals beyond money. And uh, it's got to be a goal. And, we, you know, we, you talked about yours. I talked about mine. Making a difference. Time freedom. Location freedom. Yeah. Um, it's got to transcend yeah. just uh, you know, a dollar amount and uh, really gets into the idea of deeper meaning and the big what that you want to achieve and the big why you want to achieve. And then the third thing was uh, go for massive action. And uh, this is really sort of the cornerstone of real e-commerce sellers is it's not thinking, it's not constantly taking expensive courses or inexpensive courses. <laughs> uh, it is actually... <laughs> Unless, unless it's one of our courses, feel free to, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Don't even buy ours and take action. There's a point at which you have to go and it's, ga- it's game time. And that's why, you know, honestly, um, that's why musicians and people who are sort of, you know, they've done stage work or youth pastors, that there's, there's yeah. something about people who have had to show up and suit up and start playing, whether they feel like they're ready or not, that forces your mindset to say, I'm going to go for massive action right now. This might be ugly, but I'm going to go for this. And so that's the, that's the third idea. So the fourth idea is a customer first mindset. And so many times as e-commerce sellers, we want to be benefited first. We want to be rewarded that we want the money and, um, and customers come second and that just doesn't work. The longer you stay in the game, the more the customer has to be first priority. And if you talk to any big business guru, they, that's their mantra. It's just, it's just part of how they're yep. wired. So that's the fourth thing. Fifth thing is uh, I, a little bit of a funny habit to describe, but it's, I call it an accurate contrarian theorist habit, which is a Reed Hoffman quote. It's not being a critic. It's judging a category or a niche or a product category so well that you can say, you know, what's missing here is this, and I'm going to try it. Um, that kind of idea. And uh, so that's the, you know, that's the idea with accurate contrarian theorist. You've got to come up with something that's not there. It can't just be another thing that's exactly like all the other things. Um, and, uh, Sixth thing, tenacity to endure hard things and persistence, resolution, refusal to give up, everything that swirls around that. You've got to be able to tough it out. Right. Are you yeah. laughing? Are you laughing at me? You got no, sick. no. I, I'm, Are you looking I'm at laughing on the internet? What? No, no, just cat videos. No. Um, I, I'm laughing because I'm smiling as you're saying this, because I'm thinking about a conversation that I actually had today with somebody who, it, as a 
like what they're asking me a question they're like what does it take to be an e-commerce entrepreneur and i was like just sheer grit like tenacity and i was yeah. ex- describing it and then i explained the story like the largest order we had ever done at that t- to date well not to date now but at the time yeah was last year and we were we were getting ready for christmas and we were like gearing up and this was like this is a, a big investment of capital and it was on the boat and ready to ship um, from the manufacturer from China, and, from China. And Hanjin, the South Korean shipping company, goes bankrupt. And they're like, "We don't know if your <laughs> your stuff's gonna ship." Oh no! Like it's on the it's on the boat, and we're like, "We don't know if we're gonna lose it or if it's gonna oh come gosh. in." Or what the deal was, and and in our for, our freight forwarder was like, I don't, I've never had this happen. I don't know what's going to happen to the money that you have sitting in inventory. It could show up. It could not show up. We don't know. And so then we're scrambling. We're like, okay, well, um, let's pull, go into the reserves. We need to get some more product in. And so we made another immediate order, and we're like trying to get stuff here on time, and we just barely squeaked in. Oh um, yes. In in the time frame we have, but then before and then but then what happened was all of our product that we initially had eventually did show up at amazon so now we have this whole big huge glut of uh, of inventory and uh you have to have grit because you have there's stuff out of your control and things go crazy and so that was the story i was telling it tenacity yeah tenacity the ability to endure hard things yeah and you know what this separates i mean there's a old uh, i guess it's a gender um unkind phrase nowadays, but you you used to say, this is what separates the men from the boys, you know, and uh, we're the women from the girls. This is just the ability to stick it out. Um, I heard somebody describe it as in kickboxing terms, the ability to be punched and kicked in the solar plexus round after round. I mean, you think of Rocky movies. It's like, I don't care. I'll just just let the the enemies punch themselves out. Let them punch I will win. Out. Yeah. So this, these are the first yeah. six. Now we got to jump into the next three and these are biggies, man. Um, you ready? I'm ready. Lay this, them on and these me. are habits. These are habits of successful e-commerce sellers. And these is, you know, basically after working with 11,500 students in the last two years on Udemy and through our, inner circle program and through our coaching. And so these are things that we've seen over and over and over um, and that we know are true. So this, um, this next one, the seventh one is efficiency as a time and money manager. And uh, in a recording we just did a couple minutes ago, I said to Kyle uh, when he was talking about something, if it's free, it's for me. (laughs) And that's a phrase I learned from my brother, which I always think is funny. But, um, you know, one of the things that e-commerce sellers become insanely effective at is e-commerce math, e-commerce math, and e-commerce just time management. And um, there's a whole Mm -hmm. set of really liberating and exciting ideas in this topic, this efficiency, time and money efficiency um, habit. Obviously, uh, Pareto principle um, the 80-20 rule, as mm-hmm. it's referred to, is super top of mind uh, for a lot of people. A lot of people heard Tim Ferriss popularize that idea in the four-hour work week, his book that really pioneered mm-hmm. this concept of selling online 
and doing it in such an efficient way that you literally work four hours a week and have in his book example, you know, incomes up to, you know, 40, 50, $60,000 a month. And uh, I listened to that book about four to six times a year for four years in a row. I had it on audible and I would just listen to it as I drove. And the principles related to time and money efficiency are just absolutely crucial. And uh, so a couple ideas, Pareto principle, if you're not familiar, obviously get his book for our work week. Um, The other thing that I think is super important in this topic is automation and team building that frees you up as the Mm -hmm. operator. You know, if you read Michael Gerber's email revisited, his whole thing is about systems um, and how to go from small business solopreneur type role to a business owner where the team and the system run the biz. And so, you know, that that whole Mm -hmm. idea of automation and team building, I think, is massively important. And that's this year. That's what I'm focused on a lot is how do we set up a bigger better machine um, to help us take our business to the next level. Um, That is hugely important. Um, Two other thoughts that come to my mind, and then I'd love your input on this one as well. There's a concept that's just always stuck in my mind. I don't know why. It's just one of those things that I always remember. It's called the Instalung effect. I always think of this whenever I'm talking about these topics. And basically, it's the idea that once you know how to do something, you become blind to alternative ways that are more efficient. And so that's where it's like, once you learn to do business where you're like a solopreneur, you literally, it's like your mind excludes other options Mm -hmm. as you narrow in on your own path to optimal, you know, outcome. But then the real, the real work of the entrepreneur is to say, no, wait, wait, wait. I know I can solve it this way and I know I can solve it this way, but can I solve it this way and really come up with a different mm-hmm. lens by which you can effectively solve business process, customer service delivery on and on and on. Um, so, you know, I think that's just a massively, a massively important idea. Um, you're not just spending your money as you set up a business, you're mm-hmm. investing for outcomes and for assets. And so you should always be frugally, you know? Um, So thoughts on that. What do you think about efficiency and time and money as as a core habit? I think a couple of, a couple things come to my mind. Uh, um, Habit. So you learn a business model and you learn a particular style and you have you have your vendors and you have everything locked down and you're doing that but one of the things that I've been meeting with my, one of my business partners on has been how do we optimize our uh, our cash flow right like we have this amount of cash flow so I was like we need to be and one of the ways that we're doing that is kind of thinking through all of the processes, everything, every expense that we're doing, right? And a lot of it was had to do with, because Jason has taught some amazing things on scaling and all those different components. And uh, and so we were implementing some of that in in our our business process. And I I was asking, I was like, we need to ask every single uh, supplier that we have for uh, 30 days net. Like, why not ask them? 
you know, usually they're going to like, you need to pay right when it's ready to ship. But I was like, let's ask for more. So we started asking them. And so like people are, the, the suppliers are like, oh, let's look into it. So they're like looking and asking. So we might free up another 30 days of cash flow. Um, I was like, let's reevaluate our shipping process. And we found a brand new uh, shipper because we're, we're kind of consolidating our own container. And we're going to cut our shipping costs, I think, pretty close to in half wow. of what we're doing. And we're just adding more cash flow because we're yeah. thinking in ways, how can we do this differently and not just be stuck into the, the easiest path because we know it. Um, so that that's definitely stands out to me. Um, the other thing is just team building too. Like um, there's only so many hours and I feel like the work continues to expand and the hours to yeah. do the men continues to to shrink and uh, the only way that that is able to uh, reverse and be flipped is if you're really great at attracting the talent that you want and inspiring leading them and giving them clarity and thinking strategically about your business but that's hard when you're the solo entrepreneur and all you know is like oh i gotta i gotta do this i gotta you know make sure that the that the lights stay on and that, that everything keeps going you have to, there, I think that there's this kind of quantum shift in your, in your thinking and in your mindset that has to take place. And that may come out of just really great reflection, or it may come out because you're watching this training and you're like, wow, that's my epiphany. Or it may just come out of a place of desperation yeah. where you're like, I have to make a fundamental change to my life and my business. Yeah. And then it forces you to kind of have that shift. Absolutely. No, I, I totally agree a hundred percent. I mean, Sometimes you're forced to make these changes um, and the cash flow is a huge part of it. Uh, thinking in terms of what cash do I have in the bank? Um, you know, we're in the online education business, you and I, and coaching and consulting business. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I've said this a few times in other webinars uh, and conversations. Sorry if it's getting old, but my new $2,000 hack is, um, Every time I see a $2,000 training course that comes out, uh, I basically just Google the person, Google their prior YouTube videos, PDF documents, their website. Um, Here's a good example. Um, Jeff Walker's product launch formula is a $2,000 course. I bought that course in 2010 and it's literally made us hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, I could Mm -hmm. add it up, but it it might be seven figures. I mean, it's a, we've, this has made us a lot of money. Now, if I didn't have 2000 bucks, I can get everything that he teaches in this book. I know because I've read the book and I've taken the $2,000 course, you know? So so part of being super efficient uh, with your time and money is not, not only, um, you know, just how do you think about cash flow and that kind of thing? Some of it's also, how do you think about learning? How do you hack uh, learning for cost and time? And I'm not saying don't get a mentor. You know, that's the real challenge is, you know, is a $10,000 a year mentor worth? I mean, do they shortcut you in your time and money and your lessons learned so that you actually get so much further faster? And uh, so I'm not saying don't spend. You should spend. Question is, how can you spend, you know, be as frugal as possible, as efficient as possible with your time and money. Right. So that's the, that's the idea for efficiency. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. And no, I, I, I totally agree. And I think that as you, 
increase your sales and your profitability, your ability to attract and network with people who are be levels above you, even if it means paying them, uh, yeah. becomes easier to do. Like you continue sure. to scale up, up that value chain. Yeah. The other thing is just network. Just get better at networking with people. And I don't know if that makes it in the habits at some point on this list, but maybe we're preempting it. But yeah. it's part of part of the process. Like some yeah. of the time, it's not so much what you are paying for a course, but it's just how much value you can provide other other people in the space that may have um, talent and skills. And you just your network just that's grow a good, it. Well, that's um, a, and a, you'd be surprised at what doors open up. That's an element of efficiency, though, isn't it? It's like how, how do you efficiently mm-hmm. get something done? Well you know, networking is, is one of the most effective ways to get a lot of things done. Yeah, totally agree. A hundred percent. I was honored to be in Jeff's product launch formula. Uh, I'm in his course. I'm in his rollout videos because of yeah. networking, because I told them that right. his product helped me make a ton of money and I was really grateful. And then he, he asked me, well, what's the story? How did it work? And and uh, then I was featured in his product launch formula videos. So tons of people have seen me in those, um, but it's a function of networking. Yeah. So, so that's yeah, the seventh that's thing. Exactly. Eighth thing is um, resilience. Now here's the cool part. Resilience is different than tenacity to endure hard things. That was our pro- a prior habit, but resilience mm-hmm. is the ability to recover quickly from failure or difficulty. And, you know, um, yeah. Carol Dweck is uh, the author of a book called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. And if you haven't gotten that book, it's a really, really good book. It walks you through her whole, um, she's a, a professor that researches um, this stuff and she focuses on mindset concepts um, and how people learn. And, um, so she goes through this, there's this concept, um, that she describes as the effort effect. And it basically says that new heights, um, can be reached if you embrace the stumble. And you really have to think about what you're doing. Like, so for example, here's, here's the thought that came to my mind. If you want to be an actor or a comedian, you go to LA, you go to literally dozens of uh, casting calls. Mm -hmm. Actors know if you want to get in a TV show or commercial or, uh, you know, a movie, you go to the casting calls and you'll get rejected 10 times, 20, 30, 40, 50. I just listened to this one guy who just did a, a podcast. He said, he wrote a book about it and he said that um, he got rejected 101 times to casting calls. He went and got rejected his hundred and second um, casting call. He got picked up onto the show Silicon Valley, which is a very popular show and it made his whole career, but his book outlines the 101 mm-hmm. failure casting calls. And he's, you know, he just basically said at the mm-hmm. beginning, he didn't even know anything about any of it. So actors are used right. to that being rules of the road. And so then here's the question. So yeah. why, if you're an e-commerce seller, do you think that you would have your first product be a smash hit? Like, 
our products are like the pawns and we're like the chess player. I mean, you, you sacrifice mm-hmm. those suckers to learn and you try and you learn. And a huge mistake that I see e-commerce sellers making, Kyle, I mean, you and I could share stories about people that we know and worked with where they've mm-hmm. become so entrenched in their first product. They've come, become so baked into their first product. Yeah. They've invested so much and tested so little that they're in this super weird spot where they're basically stuck with failure. And effective e-commerce sellers don't do that. Effective e-commerce sellers test their way into finding products that work and then go from there. And that's resilience. The idea that you, if you, if it fails, who cares? Um, I don't care what side of the political aisle you're on, but I heard Donald Trump one time get asked the question in this interview. They, uh, I heard the story. The person said, "Donald, you you just went bank. Your company just went bankrupt. Um, what do you have to say?" And he said, "Who cares? I got a hundred businesses, you know." And I just love that idea. It's like so that's much. True. Um, so that's the idea of resilience. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think um, I guess one of the greatest examples of resilience that I, that comes to my mind uh, is sports related. And um, I'm a I'm a big Seahawks fan. And uh, a few years ago, when uh, R- Russell Wilson, who's the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks NFL team, uh, was in the NFC Championship, so it's the game before the Super Bowl, and he's playing the Green Bay Packers, and the dude throws five interceptions in one <laughs> game. Right? Like this is a pretty big game. On the list of like games of your career, this one's probably up there, right? And he throws five interceptions, and like I mean, they're getting they're getting beat, and so they have to come. And that was like in the first half, and so you have to like come back yeah. in the second half and and be quick to be resilient and bounce back mentally from that. And they came back and miraculously won that game, and it was yeah. crazy. It's one of the greatest games uh, ever in in NFL history, but you throw one interception in a quarterback mentally, you yeah. might be like, Oh, this doesn't work. And we do the same thing as, as e-commerce entrepreneurs. Oh, that product, it didn't work. And then you just like, this thing is a total bogus and they start blaming everybody and all that stuff. In reality, you may throw four more interceptions, but eventually you're going to start throwing the touchdowns. And it's how fast can you get back on that horse? And that's the resiliency you're talking about and the mental adjustments yeah. you have to make in order to be successful. Absolutely right. I heard uh, Robert Kiyosaki, whose Rich Dad, Poor Dad book is just insanely huge seller. It was self-published originally. And uh, he his quote that I really like is, um, nine out of 10 businesses fail. So I came up with a foolproof plan, create 10 businesses. And, you know, and that's, yeah. the, that's the logic you bring to the party as a resilient e-commerce seller. Is you just say, look, I, I'm not going to tie my, as you just mentioned, I'm not going to tie my personal esteem and my mm-hmm. personal mm-hmm. self worth yeah. to this widget um, that I'm right. trying to sell. I'm going to say to myself, I'm going to try to sell this, uh, bring everything I can to it, the energy mm-hmm. to it, um, and really believe that I can do it. But um, if yeah. it doesn't work, I'm going to bounce back really quickly and move on. Yep. Yeah. My, my identity is not my product. Yep. Yeah, exactly right. 
Okay, so that's the eighth idea uh, or the eighth habit. And uh, the ninth one is, um, and this is sort of the yin and the yang of it. This is why it's complicated. But, you know, eighth one was resilience, the ability to recover quickly. But the ninth one is patience. And here's the important Mm -hmm. part. Giving your e-commerce business the time it needs to grow. Um, and that's a really, right. really critical mindset idea. Um, so many times e-commerce sellers have something that's working a little bit, but they want something that's unrealistic. So they blow that yeah. little thing away. So forget about the little thing that was working. Mm-hmm. I want something different. And it's a massive mistake. A um, couple quotes come to my mind. Joyce yeah. Meyer, who's a Christian uh, speaker, says, Patient, patience isn't just the ability to wait. It's how we behave while we're waiting. And That's good. Um, the thing that came to my mind when I heard that quote was the idea that, you know, we can't let impatience push us to do unwise things. Because what happens is, Mm-hmm. That little thing that you got going that's got some signs of life that's starting to breathe and starting to, to work, but it's just still mm-hmm. super tiny. The frustration with that that you're experiencing can lead you to waste money and time and get distracted. Um, it, can, mm-hmm. it can create such tension that you act out by shiny object syndrome. And by going and finding something else to try when in fact, what you should be doing is learning patience. Um, This idea that there's sort of these two ideas, opportunistic e-commerce marketing activities and strategic and opportunistic is shiny Mm -hmm. object syndrome stuff. Oh, I, I heard that this is really hot or that's really hot. Oh, I heard you can, you can, you know, do this or that really fast, really cheap, really quick, whatever, whatever. Um, I, this new training looks amazing. Um, and, you know, a lot of that stuff is fine and cool. And maybe you can learn some new skills. But if it's helping you enhance and improve your core thing. But all too often, what we hear people say, and I, I mean, I literally hear this almost every day is, well, this little thing I'm working on. Yeah, it's not just it's not it's not growing fast enough. So I got this new training and now I'm going to start a whole new thing. Like, like we will get the training and we won't apply it to what we are trying to grow our e-commerce small business. We'll say, Oh no, I'm going to start a shoe company. Oh, I'm Mm going to start a coffee company. I'm going to start a hair, hair products company. I'm going to start a whole new thing. And so often the advice that Kyle and I give to people when we do one-on-one coaching is, sort of just this quick question of, um, you know, starting two businesses is hard and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe think through that Um, because patience is hard, hard mental discipline. What do you think of that? It is. It's true. You know, there have been plenty of times in my life where my lack of patience has has cost me in terms of shiny object. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. I got to do this now. And I'm like, I'll buy this or I'll get this. And then uh, that's because that's going to be the silver bullet that's going to get 
me over the top to reach my goal. There are no silver bullets. And the only people who made money were the, were the people I bought the, the shiny object from. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> patience, patience is required in, yeah. in which you need to um, just be completely focused and um, and really allow your business to have the time it takes to develop. More importantly, I think patience is required for you as the entrepreneur to develop and learn the skill sets you need to, in order to be successful because the the reality of it is, is that it's it's 95% of the time not the business model that's broken it's you as the entrepreneur that has to unlock the next level of thinking and habits that which you're watching this so that's good yeah. you're getting there but it's not yeah. the business model and some people are like i'm just uh, amazon's too competitive or i can't make my facebook ads profitable and they're yeah. not they're too focused yeah 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 it's like this there's a problem here and there's a problem here the, those business models are working for a lot of different companies and a lot of different marketers and they're crushing it mm-hmm. what's the difference between them and you probably a whole host of things that they figured out along the way because they had the patience and the endurance to really figure out what the core issue was that was holding those things back. And then they were able to unlock them. Yeah. Uh, I love this quote by Warren Buffett. It's a new one. I think, I don't know. I've never heard it before until just this last couple months, but he, his comment applies to the stock market, but I would say I'll do an insertion here, but his quote is the stock market, and I would say, and money-making online education uh, industry is a device for transferring money from the impatient to the patient. So the stock market's a device for transferring money from the impatient to the patient. And what you just said is the people who make the money from selling the shiny objects are the ones who are making the fast money on the internet. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with learning new tactics and tricks. You want to be constantly learning, um, right. but not to the point of distraction and not to the point of wasting time and yep. not to the point of wasting money. Um, patience sometimes mm-hmm. is, a, is a, a lot, lot harder thing to uh, maintain. Um, and because honestly, most entrepreneurs um, are a little bit OCD, um, a little highly distracted, uh, ADD slash o- OCD and we want stuff fast and we want to, you know, yep. hop around. And so this is a very, very difficult one. Uh, but it's the kind of habit where if you really start to obsess over it, you can start to see how patients can pay off in many, many parts of your business. And um, the other thing that I, the just one last thought on this one, and then we'll wrap it up. But part of patience is understanding there's a time, a realistic time frame for a lot of businesses. You know, it's like there's a realistic time right. frame for sales cycles, for the speed at which, um, you know, you'll scale up. Mm-hmm. And some, some of that stuff can't be short circuited. You know, you, if fourth quarter, right. Sales, Black Friday to Cyber Monday, for example, are a big deal. Well, you're going to wait for a year till you get to do that a second time. I mean, you you just don't get to <laughs> yeah. You, you don't get to do that two weeks after you know the next one or the prior one just happened. So so some of this is yeah. just learning, like the life cycle of of e-commerce mm-hmm. and how um, realistically stuff can happen for your business if you're selling online. 
Um, and it's just, yeah. it's readjusting your mindset, your priorities to reality. Um, and it's part of learning any trade skill. Yeah. yeah. That's patience. Yep. You have to not buy into the hype of uh, they just launched their Shopify store and they scaled it to $500,000 a month in like three months, right? Yeah. Like you hear, uh, but, and maybe that is true. And I don't want to discount the fact that that might be reality, but what isn't disclosed or shown is the fact that those marketers are highly skilled yeah. and have done it before yeah. and started it with a new store and yeah, they launched it, but they, they have a yeah. skill set that's already been developed yeah. and now they're just going, doing it in another market. So that's a entirely different conversation. If you're brand new, don't have those skill sets and you're trying to do the same thing, it's most likely you're going to be in the 99% who aren't going to be able to do it in that time frame. Yeah, I totally agree. 100%. Yeah, it's so easy to be influenced by other people's advertising and their sort of, you know, marketing materials um, and telling you what is or isn't possible. And, you know, most of the get rich quick stuff, um, there's most of it has some layer of actual fact. But to your point, you just many yeah. times don't know all those variables. Um, and a lot of times yeah. people get lucky as well, you know. And then the lucky people that's true. become that's true. child. Um, so anyway, so patience is huge. Resilience is huge. And efficiency with time and money are huge. Those are our three habits for this week. Um, so hopefully that's helpful. Um, I'm going to continue to put these together. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They will be a Udemy course that we'll be giving away for free. And I'm also working on the ebook version, which we're going to give away for free as well. So. If you're uh, enjoying these, awesome. Let us know. Really appreciate your like, love, comment, share on Facebook. And uh, we really, really hope that this helps you. Because honestly, Kyle and I are doing this because we love to help people scale up their e-commerce business. It's fun to see what people do. It's fun to learn about the niches and topics and industries online where people are selling. And there's just, it's amazing how many interesting students are in our community selling online in creative ways. Um, and so it's just fun to be able to create content like this. So if you're watching this and if you appreciated it, thank you. Consider joining our community. We've actually um, obviously got tons of resources on winning on shopify.com and then uh, signing up for mm-hmm. our inner circle program is available there as well. The inner circle program. I don't know about you, but in my opinion, I think it's one of the best deals on the internet in terms of online education. We're basically offering $19 a month price point membership program right now. You get all of our prior trainings. um, And uh, I haven't added them up lately, but uh, at least a dozen courses between Udemy and Mm -hmm. our winning on Shopify platform courses. And then you also get personal meet and greet consultation with Kyle and I, we do a 30 minute call. Those are always awesome. It's always so fun to hang out with people. We do zoom video call just like this. And then lately we've also been doing our traffic breakthroughs uh, sessions with our inner circle members. This is a 30 minute free traffic breakthrough assessment. We have a, a set of nine traffic strategies that we have clarified for our inner circle members. We walk them through each one. We ask them to apply them to their own business 
we talk about how to integrate some of the traffic strategies that they aren't using uh, in support of their e-commerce business. And that's been really, really fun as well. I, the traffic breakthroughs training, um, we're not putting out on Udemy. It's just sort of something that we keep as sort of special for our inner circle members. And uh, it's been fantastic training. So if you're an inner circle member and you haven't done that yet, uh, the sign up on our, um, our link for setting up an appointment with us in the group and uh, be sure to do that. Thoughts on yeah. that, Kyle? Is it the best deal online or what? I, it, it's a screaming good deal. You get a lot of one-on-one time. You get uh, support, Facebook secret closed group that you get oh, yeah. to ask questions in. You get yep. access to a bunch of other incredibly smart, uh, successful entrepreneurs and e-commerce sellers that are in the group as well. And it's just, it's fun time. So yeah. if you are interested in joining, that would be awesome. If you're watching this live on Facebook, it'd be really cool is if you do like and share this video, but then also in the comments, uh, let us know which of this week's um, habits you found to be the most impactful that you're looking forward to implementing right away uh, in your life. Cause that would be awesome. We'd love to read that and see what you're doing and, and your feedback on uh, what Jason and I shared today as well. No doubt. That sounds like a great plan, man. All right, buddy. Another Facebook right. live successfully done on the old uh, zoom video conference call. So Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Yeah, it's been fantastic. And I'm looking forward to the next uh, session to learn another uh, three uh, habits. Sounds good, man. All right. See See you on the later. Yep. Later. Thanks for listening to this episode of the e-commerce leader. Hey, don't forget to subscribe because when you do, you'll get notified. And next time you log into your podcast player, you'll see our latest episode nestling at the top of your lists. Thanks again for listening.